Welcome back, everyone, to another installment of Anime Was Not a Mistake, our humble little anime retrospective podcast with a little special emphasis on the retro today. Mm. As always, I am the actual winner of the Smash Ballot, Dan Ryan. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the kryptonite to Dan Ryan, Jonathan Kwiatkowski. <laughs> actual winner? W- w- what? Well, I had to, uh, yeah. I, w- you didn't win nothing. I we, won! We say our own names. I won. We say our own names, uh, so I guess. <laughs> uh, I, mm, I we'll talk about that because it's the only thing on the docket today. Yeah. You don't win for once, <laughs> me. But, uh, but it was uh, it was a big week for news, as promised. Yes. Um, I guess I have some assorted things to get through before we. If you want to get I mean, to that, I have nothing but that. So um, okay. <laughs> so in terms of uh, of, of anime. Uh, it was a, it was a Pokemon week? Oh yes, yes. Uh, we got Pokemon Evolutions, uh, the Visionary, mm-hmm. which was Lysander's yeah very brief episode. As I told Dan, better than all the content of those games. Yeah, yep. It was it was interesting. It was it was interesting to see because the you know the secret we- you know the the ultimate weapon thing happens and the buildings actually get destroyed instead mm-hmm. of going horizontal over. Yeah. So it was it was you know when some extra artistic flair is put on. That whole setup, I think it, it kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it is what Lysander seem an actual villain. Yeah, mm. they <laughs> seem to like him though. Whenever they do these things, he shows I mean, I up in like every him, time. So it was just too dumb. I'm assuming we're going to be seeing more of him whenever we get these recap things. Does that mean this week we get our favorite? Or is it weekly or monthly? Weekly, right? It's like I think it might be every two weeks. All right, maybe then that means best gen next. It should be, yes. Oh. It should be the, the Gets This episode. Oh, Dennis. Because um, they're, like, hopping, uh... Actually, I don't know, because they're hopping, oh, like, I from... I thought they went in order. Backwards. Okay, that's yeah. true. Yeah, they yeah. have been, so never yeah. mind. Um, yeah, so, should be Gets This next. Mm. And end Harmonia. Oh. <laughs> um, but then, in the Pokemon anime itself, mm-hmm. known here as Journey, Cynthia returned. Your fave. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, she uh, helped Ash with a, uh... A plot where it was kind of a direct reference to movie three. A little girl makes a deal with the unknown to uh, cope with grief. Mm. And Cynthia shows up to help them. You know, she's she's in that world tournament. She's one of the top eight people, so she'll be coming back doing things. Um, and then on Netflix, because it, it just went up on Friday, I watched Pokemon Secrets of the Jungle. Uh, and the uh, the stupid monkey movie was actually okay. I'll believe it when I watch it. I'm not gonna it watch was, it. <laughs> it was not terrible, and I messaged you um, because uh, again, it's still goober content. It's still Pokemon, but compared to because we did cover the first movie and the third movie on this podcast, and we discussed how they were adverse to like mentioning death or anything that they felt kids were too stupid to handle Mm. um but this movie directly you know it makes it explicit like your parents passed away Mm -hmm. in a car accident like and it kind of shows it Mm -hmm. and it you know the main thing with zarud is like a whole like what does it take to be a good father (laughs) is 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 like did zarud raise the young girl boy he's Mm. like tarzan um Mm. but they uh (laughs) It's like, okay, what does it mean to, like, can you be a good father if you didn't have a good father? Like, they, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. eh, Pokemon, but they, 
they touch on death and they even have ash say like like i'm i'm sorry man but your uh your parents aren't in this world with us anymore and i'm like uh, you know compared to how the third movie approached it like i never in a million years would have assumed that pokemon whatever approach any subject like that yeah but we're getting better like they seem to be trusting today's kid audience with like not me yeah. but today's kid audience with mm-hmm. like heavier themes so right. i'll take that it's yeah baby right. steps yeah but it wasn't it's a it's i mean it's not the best movie otherwise but it's a it's got beautiful scenery it's got all a in a Pikachu jungle on screen and then i'll watch well they do they have a pikachu on screen <laughs> i mean got a pikachu. he wears a little explorer <laughs> outfit at one point great um but uh but yeah that was that was the main um if I had received Metroid Dread, I oh. would have had video game news. But... On the subject of Metroid Dread, I received Metroid <laughs> Dread a day early, and I am nearly done. I have three more upgrades to do, and it is phenomenal. It is a 10-hour romp with mm-hmm. Samus and friends. Well, no friends, because it's Metroid and things are lonely. But it's great. It's beautiful. It plays like butter. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. Like, I, I think it'll actually sell, and Metroid will come back yeah, again. I hope. And... We could all exist in a realm of peace for a hundred more years. Then, yeah, and they and they've pointed like people have pointed out that it was probably a good idea that this studio was allowed to do like Samus Returns first mm-hmm. to like have a structure, but then play around with stuff, and then to fully make something new with this. Yeah, um, I, we can only hope. We can and only hope. I will say it is challenging, mm-hmm. which is good, because Nintendo games usually... I mean, Odyssey did a good amount of challenge in Breath of the Wilds, but this is another, like, ten-pole series that mm-hmm. they're not afraid to be like, you will die multiple times, but you learn each and every death. And yeah. you get better at reading the boss's patterns and whatnot. Of course. Um, I, mean. I will say there is no map, and I haven't been playing with a map. Mm-hmm. I've been stumbling upon, like, new upgrades. I don't know if this is the way it's intended or I'm getting lucky, but um, Metroid's about exploration, so... You mean, like, no... Inter- there, like, or... There's a map, but it there's no, like... Map room? You should room? go this way. There's map rooms, okay. but there's no you should go this way or, like, a general direction. It feels, like, even less linear than a lot of Metroids. At least the way yeah, I'm playing okay. it. I don't know if you have to get the power-ups in a specific order or not. But um, mm-hmm. it just feels like, oh, okay, I don't, I really am lost on, like, this planet, so I have yeah. to explore like Samus does yeah. to get where I'm going. It's felt like that at times with Super Metroid, yeah. I mean, or Super Metroid did feel like yeah. that Yeah, Fusion felt way more linear than this. Yeah. And Super Metroid, yeah. Yeah. But good. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I, uh, instead, again, Tales of Arise, which yes. you passed off. Uh, where are you at, might I ask you? Uh, I am... You might be ahead of me. No, I'm in the process of sieging the tower. I'm not... Okay, so... Balls F. Yeah, balls F. (laughs) (laughs) With his zoogles and uh, his fucking... When you meet those other lords, you're gonna be like, hmm, I wonder which one it is. (laughs) It's like, inconspicuous grandma, Jonathan character, or no name. Which one of these might be the lord? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, uh, but it's it's goofy. I'm... it, It plays smooth... It's in short spurts. Yeah. I haven't been overwhelming myself with that. I've been doing like an area sitting. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're liking, if you're enjoying anime, then it's, uh, I mean, a lot of those newer, like, Bamco games have mm-hmm. been, like, very clean, like, you know, gameplay-wise, like, you're playing as an anime character going through this 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 realm, and it's got the story that you would expect. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the blazing sword and the, you know so it, it's the story it's girl. delightful the thorny girl but of course um lacking metroid dread i did pick up uh super monkey ball banana rama oh, and according to uh, your snapchat i knew <laughs> and uh, yeah I, I got i went uh, i had a gift card to burn mm. so i i took the uh an adventure down to gamestop and it's always sobering to go into GameStop anyway, but I went in there, and it, you know, and it's extra sobering to be almost thirty and be and like, ask for a monkey ball. one copy of Super Monkey Ball Banana Rama, please." And then you know, and then they sigh and give yeah. it to you. I got the you know, I got the <laughs> of course the, there's only one way to get the anniversary with the with the <laughs> monkey ball concept art, and I guess some free things yeah. in there. Um, but it's Monkey Ball. I, if, you know, if you need Monkey Ball back as like maybe like a drunk party game. No, it's always been a fine party. You know. you bring it over next time we have more than us in this house. Of course, <laughs> it, I, it, I, it's great for that. It's still the same. Like literally, the only thing they changed is that if you die too many times, you don't have to go back to the main menu. Right. So you can just keep dying ad and infinitum again, and just yeah. until one of you beats it. So How, it's, they got the mini games in there. They got golf. Yeah. Ooh. They got all ten Monkey Ball sports. Oh. I think. Wow. They're all there, and then there's challenge, like, there's all that shit. There's online rankings, which I haven't checked, but, uh, you know, I, whoever checks the Monkey Ball <laughs> online rankings, I, I, I can't say, but <laughs> Sonic is in there, as yeah. is Kiryu from I, Yakuza. Yes, I guess. <laughs> and Jet Set Radio Guy. <laughs> so, everyone is here. Yeah. <laughs> it's everyone. Everyone there. that matters is here. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, otherwise, my only anime dabblings have been things that we might cover on the podcast. The Sopranos, Squid Game, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, for me it was The Sopranos. I finally started it yeah. as a New Jersey resident. Yeah. I was sitting there, oh, I know that place, I yes. know that paper, I know that... Uh, <laughs> that accent. That that uh, that stony Italian in the corner. Yeah, that Bistro. Costello memorial. Yeah. I'm like, I drive by there, and it's it's... Yeah. Fantastic. Welcome to 20 years ago, Dad. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am just in time, as always. But it is fantastic. I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have not put it down just since I started. Just in time for the so. Saints of Newark. <laughs> yes. Which I will save until after uh, this watch. Um, but, but yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's the big one in the room. Well, you take the lead. Well... Our final Smash character is here, mm-hmm. and our daddy Sakurai finally gets to sleep. Now, I went into this, as always, with my expectations low. You did? To the floor. I knew about the rumors, Sora this and Sora that, I didn't believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to believe. And when we're getting to the announcement, and of course they start with the me character costumes first, it's like two Splatoon hats and Doomguy. And Doomguy. <laughs> and I was like, alright, Doomguy's not in. Yeah. So One of mine eliminated. I went... <laughs> All right, this is sending up for victory now. <laughs> or utmost disappointment when uh, Sakurai pulls out a Pokeball and goes, what's this thing? <laughs> like, we know what it Do is, Do you hear the, that drum beating? Or, yeah. or, uh, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. And uh, it started, as Grant Farouk pointed out in our uh, text message chain, he was like, and I thought this too, with all of them uh, disintegrating into trophies again, except for Mario approaching the bonfire, if you will. Yes. I thought it was going to be a Dark Souls reveal. Yeah, right. That in there because well, Mario the he grabs yeah. a single spark. Yeah, and I'm like that's the opening thing yeah, from Dark Souls, Soul, which was yeah. very odd that it was framed that way. Yeah, especially in context with the character we got. But lo and behold, we got only one reference to Disney being the keychain on the keyblade, mm-hmm. the Kingdom key, 
and my boy Sora came to town, and I, I about near cried. <laughs> no, no it, yeah. I, I think it, it like made a lot of people happy. It did. It, 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 it was. I was like, walking. I clutched my heart. <laughs> Went, no, this can't be. And legit, I was like, Jonathan got his <laughs> Disney wish, and, and I, you know... And without I was, Dis- sans Disney. <laughs> and I, yes, no, no, no. Re- Duck Hunt is yeah, there, but yeah. not, uh, you no, know, no, no. I, but it seemed like it made, yeah. by far, the most people happy mm. of any of these reveals that we've gotten, except maybe Banjo, yeah. but like... It this... fills me with joy, I watched reactions, and I was like, this is me, I felt the same, because... I mean, I've heard the term uh, Kingdom Hearts pedophile <laughs> tossed around a lot on the internet as of late. Mm-hmm. I'm just a big fan of those games. I understand that to some they haven't aged well. The third one isn't as good as it could be. But I grew up with that. And yeah. like that was the first franchise around the same time as Smash Bros. Where they took Square properties, which I've always loved, and stick them with Disney. Which, you know, we have a love-hate relationship with. But the way they did it felt unique and groundbreaking at the time so i'm just happy that sora is here to play too yeah yeah and it was it was it, you know it was a very grandiose little like he's flying he around he's all happy yeah. he, he, uh, you know it was darkness and he's the light thing. you know yeah. so i i think that and now uh, dan could sit down and play seventy thousand hours of kingdom hearts yes because actually the save file is was gone hmm. so i have to start over oh, <laughs> but uh interesting so all that grinding you did is, is for not but yeah. uh Whatever, I prefer to do that myself, but, hmm. um, but yeah, I, I think that, that of all the things, it was, like, it, he, like, Sora represented, like, enough of a, of a big video game thing, mm-hmm. like, as you said, a big Disney Final Fantasy crossover that would have been, you know, unheard of before that, yeah. and it was, like, so, I, I mean, we were going down the list, and obviously you didn't want to hope for Sora, but mm-hmm. we were trying to rack, okay, who represents yeah. innovation in video gaming that we mm-hmm. haven't seen already? Thought I was going to be a Pokemon, thought I was going to be Master Chief, maybe Waluigi. Yeah, Master Chief would have been the only one that would have, like, disappointed But we did me. get Steve and Banjo, so we kind of have Microsoft. Yeah. Loosely. Well, well, yeah. But yeah. Steve, well, Minecraft is, is Minecraft, <laughs> and then Banjo was my love yeah. but it, it, it uh yeah so it's not impossible mm-hmm. but i'm assuming that that would have been one of those things where that would have had to have been figured out maybe prior to yeah like other halo stuff being announced mm-hmm. so maybe it would have been more complicated people people think that's why crash didn't get in mm-hmm. because activision is imploding and they would have had to negotiate that like mm-hmm. I'm assuming before that Crash remaster came out, yeah, so... I think so. I think Sakurai's yeah. been planning on this moment, or working towards this moment for yeah. a while. Yeah. Mm. So I, I should have known there's lots of figures of Sora. <laughs> it yeah. makes sense to draw from you multiple can, angles. Can get every angle. Yeah. Because other than that, like, Doom... You know, and they, they gave yeah. the shout-out to Doom Guy, and he's like, okay... Even Sakurai was like, oh, this this game can run on refrigerators these days, if you... Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe Doom Guy next time, yeah. and then maybe... If there's a next game, yeah, if, this could be Sakurai's last smash. But, uh, and then maybe a Souls guy, because mm-hmm. that's also a, a gaming hallmark, technically. Mm-hmm. Like, Do you uh, think they would get all these third-party characters again for another smash? Honestly, no. Exactly. But, so who knows if we'll get them? But that's that's been that's been the, the debate with people as to what will happen next, mm-hmm. like whether or not we're going to get a complete reinvention 
of it next time. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever, we'll be there to play it. Yeah. Of course, it's Smash. Mm-hmm. But, like, this roster is just amazing. 89 characters. And, mm. you know, uh, sometimes my, my junk food is, is like, <laughs> the, the YouTube reaction compilations. Mm-hmm. And all of these characters have, like, you go back and you look at their unveiling, like, yeah. K. Rule and Banjo and Ridley and people just are losing it. Rightfully so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like this. This is like an end of a little era here. Yeah. On a Tuesday morning. <laughs> On a Tuesday morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it happened. Yeah, but I'm happy. I think it's poetic that it ended with Sora. Like it feels like the end of a long journey. Yes, <laughs> finally, you know, people can Probably. stop fighting for a little bit. Yeah, and I was happy, and Dan got nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, which makes me the happiest of all. But again, my I've I've had my cake. And, mm-hmm. and consumed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was legitimately happy that you got... You, I'm like, this should lift Jonathan's Christmas spirits <laughs> today. Um, My heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> because, like, again, when it came down to his little, like, what he was... Because he said something about, like, game history, and then he said, like, apparently there was a tweet where he told Japanese viewers that they might not like it. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh no, Master Chief. I know. And I, and I, but I, so I don't know what that was so much about. I but. think he assumed it translates now that you probably didn't play it on the Switch because yeah. those cloud versions, which we're not going to talk about, I, I do not recommend buying those. No. Just get it on a PS4 or PS5 or something. Yeah, Xbox. Do not get the cloud version. Are coming to the Switch, which is monumental. Big news. Love that, but I won't be buying them again because I bought the series Ten Ways to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Already. And you've seemingly gotten a lot of merch unveiled that day. You sent me... Yeah, the $700 chess set that you can't play chess on because the board dimensions (laughs) of the piece. No, I will not be buying that, but if seven lucky viewers are willing to donate $100 to me, I will proudly display it wherever I go. Or 7,000 viewers donate $1 (laughs) each. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it... it, uh... Wasn't there a luggage set? Oh, there's an attaché case. <laughs> <laughs> Dan comes over, I just wheel that into the room. Oh, this? The Kingdom Hearts luggage? The, the TSA confiscates your Kingdom Hearts uh, attaché <laughs> Sir, you can't take that on board. It matches, please! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Why are you wearing an organization cloak, sir? Up, <laughs> oh, you're a weeb. Get, get over the other line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. But uh, also revealed that he was in the 2000s, the highest rated character, or the highest suggested character, voted character in that Smash Bot ballot. Yeah. World over, which I voted for sure. So. I... Sora and Shantae, I think. I only voted twice, and Shantae was a uh, a costume. So. Was, was that while we were still in high school or was i think that... it was the tail end no it might have been because i remember bayonetta got revealed while i was teaching uh teaching after college okay so uh, I was it was like off. a year i think it was like a year no it could have been around the same time because bayonetta was the last character revealed for okay yeah so it probably occurred like the year beforehand yeah because i that was my first year so it might have been senior year of college because I, I I remember because we all we all uh, uh, collaborated. Yeah, we, all, yeah, that. we all casted our votes. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, my mine was K Rule, and then I think I threw one in for yeah. Waluigi. Yep, I know a lot of people in our group suggested Ridley. So yes. we all basically got 
what we wanted, a slice of the pie. Oh, no, and then yeah. some. It, banjo, I, yep. I, Banjo, I assumed, was impossible. I mean, I got but... three square characters. You <laughs> I did? Got, yeah. I got Sephiroth, I got Dragon Quest, we have Cloud, and now we have Sora. So, I, four. I got all my rare boys, I got Incineroar, but I got... no uh... Gino. <laughs> well, eh. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Ridley, who yeah. I, I ended up, you know... I've gotten more into Metroid since that whole thing, but I still, it's just... Uh... Just a bevy of riches. Yeah. yeah. And even ones like Steve is fun to play as. I mean, He's... Steve is the one that irks me the wrong way for no reason. I get it's like the most popular game. He's but... just a little cube man. I, I don't know. I think that Amiibo's weak. <laughs> <laughs> just a few boxes, eh? Box Boy did it already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm. I guess. Mm. Um... Well, that's all I have to talk about. End of Era Smash. Sora. Kingdom Hearts. Play. Disney. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was any thing else significant that uh that happened but i i don't believe so we've got an animal crossing direct on this friday we do yeah with brewster in 20 minutes i got star wars old coder coming out Ooh. uh we got mario party at the end of the month big big times yeah i think the the tie the tasmanian tiger remaster <laughs> comes out i i wow <laughs> Because it was, I'll it, be lining up for that. It one. was sitting in my Amazon thing. From like, oh yeah, that's right. That is that's approaching. And then, um, what else got teased? We got, uh, hmm. oh god, something near the end of the year. Oh, Grand Theft Auto, the oh, ones yeah, that yeah. everyone likes. San yeah, yeah. San Andreas. Mm-hmm. We're getting. Uh, so no, it, the the Switch has a stacked lineup. We're not yeah. shilling for it, no. but we're just pointing out that it does have. Yeah, the OLED came out. Apparently, the screen is beautiful, but I'm not. You know. Just don't pick at it, yeah. Because just... there's a built-in screen protector. Oh, there is. That's yeah, there's cool. there's a built-in like film on it huh. that but don't peel it off. I didn't hear that because that's that's bad. Wow, it, it's supposed to stay on there, but it, it's an extra layer of protection. It's like a really good <laughs> scratch resistant thing. Yeah. But people have been oh no, you know, so don't do that. Hmm. <laughs> that's what Sonic says for today. <laughs> Stop picking at your OLED screen. Well, that's it. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, do you have a, a tangent? Or I gave any... my tangent last week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't plan on one this week. Um, I sort of have one. It's a flimsy one. I mean... But we will, uh, I'll go for it anyway, because uh, if anything, the difficult part with this today's episode was just digging up stuff about this movie, mm-hmm. um, so I did not put too much thought into the tangent, but, um, we're, we're gonna be... There's going to be a lot of psychics involved today. Psychics. So, why don't we we list off some of the strongest psychic characters, and how would they, they fare against one another? Hmm. I think uh, I think a shout-out should be given, obviously, to Mewtwo. I was going to say, if Dan doesn't suggest Mewtwo, then something's wrong with Dan. <laughs> and also the, the Gen 1 psychic types. Hmm. No Esperoba from Yu-Gi-Oh!? <laughs> Well, with no. his Esperoba siblings. No, we're counting Esperoba. <laughs> well, he wasn't a real psychic. He just used his family to cheat. Oh, yeah. We'll still count him. Because he his cards count as the, the power set. I mean, if so anyone's he's... a psychic, it's Pegasus. Because his eye looks at people's cards. That's true. Yeah. And Ishizu. Yeah, I got Sabrina. <laughs> which just torments people. Yes. Not the teenage witch. Yes. <laughs> witchcraft uh, is The different. psychic gym leader, Olympia. Mm. With her big space cape. Well, we got Rasputin from Psychonauts. We got uh, we got Mob Psycho uh, 100. Never obviously. seen. I have not either. I know Dan. I mean Grant <laughs> enjoys that anime. Apparently, it is extremely quality. Yeah. So I think we'll inevitably cover that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, we also got to think, because I forgot to put it in the notes, but today we might even be able to count the Suspiria witches. Oh, of course. Because yeah. uh, this movie actually, and I didn't, this was not intentional, but this movie has a very similar psychic <laughs> dancing yes. lady school set up mm. in it. That I feel like, oh, Dance Academy. Suspiria, he'll, Jonathan might like this. <laughs> he might crack a smirk. My eyes open. <laughs> um, so them, uh, depending on how much you want to count magics. Mm. Uh, let's see. Who else is there? Mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank. As am I. Well, we got oh. our cyborg psychics. We got our cyborg we got psychics. Ivan Wiki. Ivan Wiki. Um, Looking at my anime shelf over yonder, nothing in Evangelion, um, nothing in Oran Host Club, <laughs> Maduka, no psychics, Soul Eater, no psychics, Crystal Ball, Madame Leota from the Disney franchise, <laughs> Halloween Mansion. <laughs> but to turn this to, to trope talk, we, 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 we have experience with, with espers. Yeah. We know how these tropes are played. We got the Akira espers. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's, another, that's another big one. Mm-hmm. I, I would say um, you probably... Technically, no, you can't see shades of it because this was first. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know how those tropes are played, and as shitty as this, this tangent is... Um, I just want to put in context that, uh, you know, and I'll get to it in a moment, this is an old series, and this might be one of those things where one of your favorite mangaka could have read this as a kid, Mm. and maybe it would have influenced some of those Esper tropes that we've come to know and love. Mm. Even things like Earthbound, uh, you know. Of course, we got Ness and Lucas, Ninton. Because... This this has I well I don't want to I don't want to give away the store here mm-hmm. but think on how espers are are utilized in a lot of the anime and manga that we enjoy mm-hmm. um, because you never know some of those tropes might have Been gone you know fa- you know yeah. maybe mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know the history well enough to say you know when. You know, because the ESP and the supernatural has always been a thing, mm-hmm. and there definitely seemed to be like a pickup or a fascination with it all around the same time. Because we got a lot of mm-hmm. anime and manga properties that use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but could this be planting the seed for it? Who knows? Mm. But uh, I-, I think with that in mind, well, we can agree the most powerful psychic is Raven Baxter from That's So Raven. So it de- certainly, yeah, <laughs> she can yeah. gaze into the future. Yeah, she she got her friend into the White House. <laughs> her friend, her brother, her brother. <laughs> uh, I forgot the lore. Someone has to revisit the Disney. F- <laughs> he was on franchise. a Nintendo console. He <laughs> was. Um, was he in Smash? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, hearing us talk about this. Uh, the drawing board will <gasps> teleport himself oh. here, um, and he—he's you know—he looks mostly the same, but he's decorated with like, you know, a weird little Illuminati eyeball on top, mm. and uh, he's got like a feather boa. I don't know why. I mean, and he floats anyway, but he's floating especially today because of I psychic see. powers, um, you know. And he seems to know what we're thinking before we even think it. <laughs> so you know. Obviously, today is the drawing board, Esper yes. edition. I see. Um, and we are talking about Locke the Superman. Hmm. Why this movie? Because 
just like with Venus Wars, and technically with Vampire Hunter, the, the both of the Vampire mm-hmm. Hunter D movies, I saw this on a Blu-ray sale at Sentai Filmworks, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this looks like another weird retro sci-fi anime movie. Mm-hmm. Your forte, Dan. Yeah, like, Venus Wars did not let us down. No, it didn't. So, Enjoyed it. why not? I'll scoop it. This was even cheaper. This was, like, <gasps> ten bucks. So, I scooped it, and... I'm interested to see how you feel about it. Mm. It's not. I don't. I don't think it'll rank as one of the <laughs> the better films. Yeah. And I realize that I'm on a streak with that because I brought gold last time. But um, <laughs> this might not be a good anime. Mm. Uh, but it does raise some interesting questions with this franchise yeah. and and why. There's so little out there about it. Yeah, well, clearly you believe that it inspired some, hypothetically. Yeah. So there'll uh, hypothetically, be, there'll be reasons to keep our eyes out. Um, so, Lock the Superman, known as Chojin Lock in Japanese, uh, is a manga series created by Yuki Hijiri. The original manga was first published in 1967, Dang. and the manga has appeared in multiple magazines over the years, sometimes outlast... Well, multiple times outlasting the magazines that publish it, um, then transferring to another one, and as of a 2018 ranking, which I can't imagine has changed very much since then, Mm -hmm. because it's still ongoing, Mm -hmm. uh, it is the longest-running manga of all time. Hmm, interesting. It it, it has appeared in some capacity, I believe, in a weekly or bi-weekly basis, um... In different spurts from, like, 1969 until the present day. Wow. As far as I know. Yeah. Because if you look it up in, in, in any place where yeah, the manga is talked about, then it still says that it is an active, ongoing series. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it has, as of... Again, these... The, you know, as, as far as the sources that I checked, it now has 101 volumes containing 60 story arcs, uh, that have all been published. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you know, if you look this up on Wikipedia, the character list is gigantic. Hmm. It, it is... This cast has been filling out over the years. Mm-hmm. They're they're divided up by different eras, and, you know, I, I guess, like, uh, introductions into the story. But it seems to be ever-growing, and then you, you scroll further down and you look at the, the volume listing, and it's... It, it just keeps going. Mm. I I don't know, um, you know, kudos to to Hijiri because uh, again, this has been it has not appeared in like a major thing like Shonen Jump. It yeah. was in another Shonen magazine, and it's mostly stayed in alternate Shonen magazines that that aren't Shonen Jump. But I'm thinking, you know. Plenty of generations of kids had to have grown up reading this. Which is odd, because I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Until you brought it into my attention. No, it's... It it, it is just... I'm assuming it's one of those things that, like, maybe, you know, like an outside audience... You know, maybe people in another country wouldn't get, you know, like... Charlie Brown or, (laughs) or, you know... Bugs Bunny. Calvin and Hobbes or anything like that. Like, they... It might just be one of those things that, that outside audiences don't really know about um because what, what i was thinking of because i tried to look up this morning some other examples of this you know where things are a fairly big deal but they you know they don't reach us here in the states with mm-hmm. the same level of popularity um 
and that's not that's not any dispersion on them. It's just it, it is you know you got to remember we are you know outside the bubble. There are other huge properties that you might have never even heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is is Asterisk, the the French mm-hmm. uh, comic about like a barbarian that's been running continuously since mm-hmm. I think the fifties or the sixties. Um, another one is uh, is. Uh, I think his name is, it was like Shun or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I apologize. I looked it up. It's another, it's another long running, um, barbarian mm. comic that, uh, has been going in like, I think, uh, Spanish language countries mm. for a very long time. Well, even then I think of like Tintin. Tintin yes. tried to like break out here, but I mean, I, I knew about Tintin. Yeah. But not like, it's a huge thing. No, it's a, yeah, yeah it's a huge thing over yeah. there. Um, and then, uh, like, uh, there was the one comic, Valerian, Valerian oh, yes. that uh, that received the movie adaptation here a, a few years movie. ago. And that in itself was a huge comic in, in, mm-hmm. in France, I believe. And, and that might have even influenced Star Wars. Like, that, mm-hmm. uh, there, a lot of people think that, that Valerian himself was the basis for Han Solo. Hmm. And... You know, but that's not something. Whenever Star Wars gets discussed, it's either samurai films or um, like uh, Flash Gordon, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But the influences came from 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 multiple places. Um, so yeah, so uh, these series that run for uh, huge amounts of time, but they just might never reach international audiences. Mm. And I'm assuming that's what this is. Uh, the era of each manga chapter varies, and the events do not occur in chronological order. So, hmm. wherever he feels like starting a new story, That's where he just begins. picks up that saga and it begins. Um, outside of Japan, the only other country where the manga volumes received a notable release was Poland, hmm. uh, where they were, I think, ten of the volumes were published from 1999 to 2001, uh, which made it one of the first manga series to be published there. Um, and really that's like the only international breakthrough that Mm -hmm. you see with this, this, this manga. Hmm. Um, the series was adapted into a feature length film in 1984, which is what we will be watching today and three OVAs. And that is it. Hmm. Uh, it has not been touched since then. Um, I, and we can speculate on this. I don't know if it's if that if the author just decided that it was better left at just this. Hmm. Um, if maybe things are being cooked up behind the scenes, yeah, that's that, another mystery because you would think back like if it was that big a series, yeah, and for adaptation, maybe the the author is like no. It could be. Because yeah. I, I, I looked to I looked to make sure that this wasn't a situation where like the the author got into some controversy mm-hmm. and we don't that we don't you know. That makes this series people don't want to touch it. But I, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, no, it's just it's just been quietly going all mm. this time, and these are the only adaptations that it's gotten. Interesting. Um, it was produced by Nippon Animation, who have made a few other films that we've watched on this podcast over the years. Um, but this was actually their first theatrical production. Uh, the film has the subtitle "Witch Era." Hmm. Suspiria, in, like witchers. in in Japan, and is alternatively known as Millennium, <laughs> Millennium of the, the Witch. witch. Uh, well, this next album, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, we don't get that subtitle here, um, and it doesn't seem to be consistent even in the Japanese market either. 
but all of the OVAs also had subtitles. Um, most of the lock projects get their own special subheading, uh, but I, I think they were just glad to get this out mm-hmm. here. Uh, this film focuses on Colonel Ryu Yamaki recruiting the super powerful psychic known as Locke in order to combat the forces of Lady Khan. Khan? Yes. A, a billionaire tycoon who is building her own army of psychic prodigies in mm. her Suspiria school. Yes. Uh, the Tons Dunce Academy. Lady Khan gives similar vibes to. Um, Helena Marcos, Madame Blanc? Y- yes, <laughs> and uh, Sailor Moon bad guy. Uh, Queen uh, Barrel? Queen Barrel, yeah. Um. So it does take place in space. It, it happens. The action happens on multiple planets, and it touches on interplanetary politics. But the main focus is on the extraordinary powers of this cast, giving it like space opera vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've talked about that distinction before, kind of when we got into Gundam, like what hard sci-fi is and what space opera is. Mm-hmm. You know, space opera is not going to worry about the tech aspect. It's not going to worry about ooh, we're in space. It's gonna. It's going to be the drama. Yeah, the drama. Um, so uh, the film was given an obscure video release by Celebrity Home Video, uh, then titled Lock the Superpower. Um, but uh, they edited the film down to 92 minutes hmm. in order to remove violence, nudity, and adult content, which this film does have a large amount of. Oh, my. Uh, technically. Uh, it, it, it has a lot of boob shots, a lot of gratuitous mm-hmm. boob shots, so... Not a bandit movie. Mm-hmm. Get the youngins out of the room, perhaps. Um, but the unedited film, for context, is two hours long. Mm-hmm. So they deleted most of the movie yeah. to, 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 you know, get it to this state. Um, in 2012, Discotech licensed the film and released a DVD using the uncut, remastered, uh, anamorphic tele- telecline print that was used for the Japanese DVD release. Um, and the current... Uh, Blu-ray release, which we have here today, is licensed by Sentai Filmworks, uh, who, again, have also provided a few past podcast favorites. Mm-hmm. So do check them out when you feel like it. Shill, shill, shill. Well, yeah, we're not, we're not getting money, but we're, you know... It's just, we're doing it so we can sleep at night. Good anime services. Did I shill today? Good. You know, we got a physical media shill. Um, so, looking into this movie, there is not a lot of critical discussion of it online. Mm. Um, but the reviews that I did see, it's basically agreed that the film doesn't develop Locke himself very well. Uh, Locke is already a legend in-universe by the time the, the movie begins, and some of his past exploits are, are only shown as, like, news footage mm. as Yamaki is, like, doing research on him. Um, if anything... The novice Suspiria Esper Jessica Orin is the film's true protagonist. Hmm. She has the arc, the conflict, the the learning, mm-hmm. and everything else that, that would be expected of a protag. Um, well, it's kind of like a Vampire Hunter D scenario, then. Like, yes. He comes in, this person is the main crux of the story, and he's just on the side, interacting. Yeah. Almost, right. almost, almost exactly like All that. Right. Um, so, you know, but with how long the manga has been running... Locke obviously does have an established character. Uh, he, he claims to have no memory of his birthplace. Um, and in the movie, when he's asked about where he's from, he lies and says the planet Toa. But that was simply where the character had met him before. Um, he has appeared multiple times throughout the galaxy's history, either directly intervening in some kind of conflict or observing it. Um, 
you know, so again, he's a legend in universe. Uh, Locke is capable of teleportation over a range of distances, including light years. Uh, he's got telekinesis, psychogenesis, uh, you know, which is the rapid healing of himself and others, mm-hmm. uh, telepathy in the short and long range, creating barriers and uh, like spheres of telepathic energy that he can use as, as weapons. Um, he can also alter his appearance and adopt different personas. Apparently, there was an arc where he, like, Hannah Montana's himself <laughs> into, like, a, a pop star, and that's... Okay. He does that for a bit to... to, to on, for, some, for, for some mission, he needed to go undercover, so he, he just creates a pop star identity hmm. and lives that way for a while. Interesting. Um... And uh, because of the ability to uh, to alter his appearance, uh, readers have assumed that um, this explains his eternal youth, that he's actively maintaining his youthful, green-haired, and harmonia appearance. Mm. Um, and looking further into that, readers speculate that he remains that way to kind of deflect the responsibility that other people give to him yeah so it's not a it's not a noticeable character flaw but he does seem hesitant to take on responsibilities he doesn't want to be the hero or the 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 the, the going center stage mm-hmm. so readers have assumed that he's he looks he makes himself look like a kid so that people don't ask him to do things yeah um or they underestimate him perhaps um some of these character traits are displayed in the movie, mm-hmm. but it definitely feels like viewers are supposed to know who he is before, before. we go into this. Okay. And it could have been the same. It doesn't affect the movie at all. It's the same, again, like you said, with, with Vampire Hunter D. It's just, this is, a, this is a new adventure in a character who has had a lot of adventures. Maybe you've seen them, maybe you haven't. But, yeah, mm-hmm. he's there. Mm-hmm. So... Again, uh, I I could tell you to look forward to a lot of eightiesness. I mean, I'm there. There's there's a lot of a space nonsense. Hmm. There's a lot of uh, psychics and shenanigans. Yeah, complex like hmm. um, you know spaceship designs. I I would say some good action. Um, it is kind of stupid. I mean, so I'm I'm uh, I'm prepping you for that. Okay, but uh, I think it'll be one of the more interesting things we've chronicled here on this podcast. Um, that's why I brought it, because it seemed like it would be a good discussion topic. And again, for whatever reason, there's not a whole lot about it. Usually, yeah. usually we, you know, uh, Jonathan is much more studious than I am, uh, so he will usually do multiple viewings and write up a summary. Mm-hmm. I do not, yeah. because that makes me insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unless I, you know, know the context of the movie. But... Everything for Locke is on one Wikipedia page. No, no summaries. No anything. There's no Locke wiki. There's no anything. So you know, we're we're going to chronicle the. Or I'm going to chronicle the plot as we go, mm-hmm. as we do anyway. Um, but it's just very bizarre how little there is uh, present. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's part of like my previewing thing. Is uh, I'm intrigued, Dan. Yes. I want to crack this code. I want to. Yeah. want to solve this mystery. Why yeah. haven't we seen Locke in our lives yeah. before this moment? Uh, well, and maybe if you don't like the movie, like, that's why yeah. we didn't yeah, see yeah, more maybe. of it. But, uh, I I'm don't I'm giving know. you the benefit, though. These seem like a lot of ingredients in a stew that I would sample. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, again, one of the reasons, one of the reasons I, you know, brought it to the table today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, 
Why don't we uh, put on our leotards, get to floating, and uh, it'll make sense when you watch the movie. Well, you know, I was going to say, I've been presented a key, you have a lock, let's jiggle some tumblers and see what shakes loose, huh? Again, don't let bandits watch this. <laughs> we'll be back after the jump. We are back. We just watched uh, the very, very 80s space-faring psychic adventure Lock the Superman. Any initial thoughts? I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Good. I thought it was a fun time. That's the best I could hope for. (laughs) It was 80s. It was fun. I liked character designs in it. I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was a fun space adventure. That, yeah. I don't know, it's a little bit drawn out. I think they could have cut maybe... 15 minutes of this oh no definitely yeah. i mean i i would say that um th- i mean this is i i would say a, a solid recommendation for folks but the because it's a weird little movie yeah um but the third act definitely drags yeah. it, it the third act goes on much longer than, than it has it to yeah um we're gonna raise the planet i mean the asteroid then we're gonna lower it then we're yeah. gonna raise it again <laughs> yeah a lot of lot of repetition um and not necessarily stuff that saves animation at all it's mm-hmm. just things that keep getting like characters keep repeating details yeah. and stuff yeah um but we will get to that and then some minor characters became major characters <laughs> yeah it, it it was um i mean i you know as, as i usually do i um i watched most of this movie like up to the halfway point just, you know, to make sure that I wasn't bringing, like, a snuff film to the podcast, mm-hmm. as I often do. Yes. Um, but it really, it you know, for a stretch of it, it's like Jessica is more of a protagonist, but yeah. then Cornelia gets more of a Yeah, that's what focus. I was gonna say. Like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. It, 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 it certainly takes a few turns and mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know i mean that's that's one benefit of going in it with a fresh perspective so if you want to remain unspoiled as always yeah. you know disregard what we say but um i think it holds up enough i think we should have seen the stateside yeah or the more things of it yeah you know it, it seems like a simple enough premise to adapt to uh, you know, other yeah. work, like, you know... And there seems to be enough source material to work with for a good long while. Yeah, more than enough. I don't, I don't think this was even based on source material. This was, like, an original creation. Mm-hmm. Like, this and the OVAs, I think, were just, um... Original. I'm not positive. Storylines. But I, I'm pretty sure that, that it was, it was like, you know, original stuff. Um, and maybe that's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. The, the author doesn't want to do things without, you know, making new content for mm-hmm. it, but... Who knows? Maybe someday. You never know. I mean, you never know what's in the works, but it, again, it's a very, it's a, you know, very interesting movie that yeah. we got here. So I do a solid recommend right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right from the start, I just two little, not little observations, but trivia things. One is that uh, if you're watching this and Locke sounds familiar, he is the guy who voices Zoicite from oh, Sailor Moon. I wouldn't have known. He, he uh, you know, so... He, he's he's, he's it, gone from jumping on little girls. 
<laughs> to, to be in a short king. Yes. <laughs> so he, you know, it, I, the entire time, I'm like, this voice sounds identical to someone. Yeah, it's it's him. Mm. Also, many background or side, uh, like armored folks in Saint Seiya. He's also voiced. You'll you'll probably recognize his voice from somewhere. Mm. Um, and also, uh, you know, because this gives the vibe of like. A remaster that you know they did their best with. There <laughs> well, not is... by that artwork, Dan. <laughs> well, okay, not not on the packaging, <laughs> but uh, it, it's got a very very. You you sit there and you watch it and you notice the film grain. You yeah. notice the imperfections. It, it. I mean, it's not bad. That's a cool. Like I. I mean, it's I, not groundbreaking. No, but it's decent enough. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's. It's not the worst thing we've seen. You know, you're you're very aware that you're kind of watching a movie that's maybe been pulled from. The, the bin yeah. at, at this point, uh, you know, because it uh, again, like the there's little splotches and and film grain stuff that pop in and out, but yeah, I just well, another reason why I think it was it was just a cool thing to bring here. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, lock the Superman. Fine, we'll get to the plot. Yes, uh, y- Yamato is uh, Yamaki. Y- Yamaki, Colonel Oof. Yamaki. Yes, I I got that wrong. <laughs> I from can't the start. wait to correct Dan the entire session. <laughs> he goes, "It's Yamato." Uh, yeah, I don't I'm like I, Dan. I've been reading this name for the past two hours. I would know. Uh, yeah, I that was a that was noof on my part. But uh, so Yamaki is looking through space age uh, microfiche <laughs> <laughs> to uh, who's this beautiful green haired boy? You know, he's looking through footage of past War. of past you know uh, wars and stuff, and a a mysterious green haired youth appears throughout all of these clips showing up and using his amazing psychic, psychic powers, powers. Mm-hmm. to to save the day and do incredible feats yeah. um and, his age is know. unknown he possesses like psychic powers uh, healing yeah all the the works yeah all the, all yeah. the things we listed uh before we watched the film yeah uh they have a file on him but it doesn't have a ton of specifics and no age if only i could achieve such <laughs> yeah. such a feat <laughs> he's seemingly immortal um the ben platts among us <laughs> and uh yamaki himself offers like a little peter pan theory yeah that that Locke is refusing to age himself up because he wants to avoid the warmongering spirit yeah. of adults it got me, like it got kind of like howl from how moving castle vibes. certainly yeah. yeah um and then some star crash vibes because all the stars are different colors mm-hmm. which is a thing that dan like now that's <laughs> a di- that's a double feature though this and star crash yeah i think in our old age when we have some people over we need to break those two out again oh certainly mm-hmm. they're a good little companion yeah. piece for each other um so, uh, Locke is currently living a simple Irish life as a sheep farmer. He is, uh, He's got a, a schnauzer, a brown schnauzer, a flute, a flout. Yeah, and, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's, this is not Earth, apparently. This is somewhere else. It's the sheep planet. Yeah, it's the sheep, like the, the, uh, Catan yeah. sheep planet. And, you know, but again, he's retired to a simple life, mm-hmm. um, he senses Yamaki approaching. And I was like, immediately a cab. But Dan's like, he's not a, he's not a cab. Well, okay. <laughs> as far as we know, Yamaki is like a, like a intergalactic, he's a galactic federation uh, spy detective Metroid's person. taught me not to trust those people. Well, yeah, either way, he's, he comes off as like smarmy yeah. in the beginning. No, he's likable. He yeah. has a good design. He's like generic 80s uh, heartthrob male he's, uh, himbo design. He's got the perm yeah. and the chin, <laughs> yeah. so it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's all there. 
Um, so Yamaki's like trying to like sweet talk Locke into into joining whatever cause he's there for. Uh, but you know, Locke keeps brushing him off. I'm not the person you're looking for. I'm yeah. not a hero until a sheep is born. A yes, lamb, lamb yeah. by a twenty-four. Yeah, Yamaki. Uh, you Out know. today, I think. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, Yamaki, using apparently his past experience on farms, helps Locke deliver a sheep, earning a little bit of trust from Locke. Mm-hmm. And you know, they they have a conversation of milk over milk and rolls, <laughs> the typical dinner, and. You know, he wants Locke to join his, uh, you know, to join the Galactic Federation in investigating and, you know, presumably stopping the machinations of Lady Khan, who is a reclusive billionaire (laughs) who apparently, according to their investigations so far, has built a school uh, solely for the purpose of raising an army of espers like Locke himself. Uh, Locke confirms that Lady Khan actually approached him to join this... He he makes reference to, like, a Millennium Kingdom plan, uh, but he refuses to go into more detail about it, but he did turn down Lady Khan's offer. Uh, you know, and, and for whatever, whatever hints that can give us about Locke, he was apparently powerful enough to say no to someone like Lady Khan. Yeah. Um, but again, he is living in seclusion himself, so we don't know. Uh, you know, again, Yamaki is kind of getting to him about his past battles, uh, but Locke insists that he's not a hero, he's not the person that was seen in that footage. Um, he's moved on. Yeah, Yamaki departs kind of angrily and probably leaves his jacket behind on purpose. Yeah, but it gets Locke thinking. Yeah, so, so Locke, um... You know, we see that Locke notices that uh, his jacket's there, and then he leaves his sheep in the care of <laughs> Farmer John. Whoever. Who lives well, down Well, one character's lane. named John in this for no reason. Yeah. It's not this farmer. Well, we'll get to him. He's yeah. in the, the Burger King Kids Club. We'll get to him in a second. Honestly, <laughs> apt, apt comparison, Dan. Very apt. Uh, well, you know, Locke is off searching, but we get this metal knuckle assassin sent to kill Yamaki. Yeah, priest uh, assassin. He, um, Yamaki returns to his hotel. This is very cyberpunk because it's a fully automated hotel. Yeah. Like, you you check in with an AI at the, the front door, and then an AI guides you back to your room, mm-hmm. opens everything. But didn't um, notice the bomb being planted in there, I guess. Well, you, well no, but the, the assassin does note that. Like, mm-hmm. the assassin was like, humans would have been more observant than mm. than just having this place run by machinery. Uh, but uh, Yamaki is... Uh, this 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 metal hand priest with like uh, assassin with a scarred face. Well, I ask you, audience, would if you had a metal hand, would it make knuckle cracks? I don't, I don't think it would. I don't think so. Yeah, that we've seen other robots do that before. Yeah. Um. He at first he sets a bomb in <laughs> Yamaki's room. Yeah, and he's like, oh, a bomb. I'll just uh, unlock this door. Yeah, well, y- well, Yamaki tries to, he thinks he's, like, cool, so he disarms the the door bomb, but then he walks directly in front of a sensor bomb that's that's in, you know, the hotel room. Uh, it goes off, but Yamaki saves himself by diving behind the couch, uh, so he's fine, but the assassin emerges. Uh, Yamaki apparently knows this individual, uh, and assumed that he was, you know, uh, pretty much suffering life imprisonment for his previous crimes that Yamaki had arrested him for. But, uh, you know, the assassin's like, no, I escaped. 
Won't tell you how I escaped, though, but, you know, I'm try- I'm here to get you out of the picture. So, um, to toy with him, the assassin shoots him in the leg and then <laughs> shoots him in the arm to kind of, like, torture him before killing him. Yeah, you cut off my arm, so I'll shoot you in the leg. And the whole hotel room is, like, destroyed and he's perfectly fine. <laughs> well, again, the couch saved him. Uh, but... But Locke arrives in his Mountain Dew powers yeah. and, uh, you know, blocks the guy's laser blasts and then electroshocks the assassin, mm-hmm. uh, incapacitating him. Um, you know, Locke then uses his powers to kind of miraculously heal Yamaki's wounds. Yeah. And they become the best of friends. Yeah. And the true relationship of the film. Yeah. Well, Yamaki turns out to be the damsel in distress in the end, so. Yeah. 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 Really. Uh, yeah. The true shipping. Um... So we then cut to this uh, this Esper school, the Suspiria <laughs> it literally, Dance Academy. Listen, Dan said it, and there are multiple points where I go, "This is Suspiria. <laughs> who yeah. did Argento steal?" <laughs> well, he already stole from his wife, who like wrote the picture in the first place. Mm-hmm. But hmm. did he steal from Locke, the I, Superman? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 there's a lot of weird uh, similarities, um, but you know, we see at this Esper school, they're they're getting a lecture from. Again, someone in priestly garb named, uh, I think his name is Professor Ramses. He is saying that although uh, espers are currently discriminated against, they are the appropriate rulers for the galaxy and they will rise up soon and take ownership over everything. Uh, Then we see that this, this school has courses in, like, levitation, the, the the girls are, yeah, are... ballet singlets and yeah tights. the the girl I love this one lady whose one job is just to go ah! boom <laughs> and, and startle the girls gotcha concentrate better yeah so they they have to concentrate they have to you know they're they're being prepared for something yeah. with their their esper powers just floating around uh, but we mostly focus on Jessica Orin, who is who, uh, trivia. Another thing that they might have stolen from Suspiria, uh, Jessica Harbour plays the original uh, Susie Banyan. Yeah. In the original Suspiria. So another connection. It, Maybe who, who knows? someone inspired someone here. I'm assuming it, it has to. E- even the title, Witch Hour, is, yeah. you know, like, eh. Yeah. Maybe uh, too many, where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, a wish instead of an asteroid, we just stayed at the school, but... <laughs> yeah, but then it wouldn't be space, yeah. so... Um, but Jessica is kind of walking through the campus. Professor Ramses initiates, like, a, te- te- like, a telepathy test, like, find where I am on campus, which Jessica does, and then he needs Jessica to, um, basically share a thought with him, but not in her voice. So, that's a thing that the telepaths can do here. You have to, you know, psychically send a message, but you have to disguise yourself as someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentally, but Jessica does manage to do it successfully. So Professor Ramses goes to his secret chamber. I think it's Radames. No, it's Ramses. You're right. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking Aida. The... <laughs> Sorry, you know the culture in me. Did that also steal from Locke? The no, Aida. Aida's been around longer than this. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Um, but that Ramses... fucking Verdi was around before this. <laughs> Did Verdi see anime? No, it can't be. Um, Ram- yeah, but Ramses goes to his secret basement room where he receives a, a holographic message from Lady Khan. I mean, this is just us recording the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, 
Lady Khan, you know, wants to know how things are proceeding. And she wants Jessica ready in two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> two weeks? Ramses is shocked, because apparently he was supposed to have, like, seven months or something yeah. to do this. But she needs it in two weeks. So, um, in order to move up the timetable, Ramses decides to... Another Suspiria thing, force images into Jessica's dreams to try to, like, escalate her psychic powers. Mm -hmm. So they, they put her under, like, a hypnosis state while she's sleeping, and they kind of flood her mind with memories of the night that her parents were killed, because she was orphaned. Um, and we see these armored troops break into her home, kill her parents, and then who should emerge into the room but Locke, seemingly. Um, so Jessica is implanted with these memories. She's clearly starting to send, like, psychic shockwaves through the entire school because the, the psychics in the control room are kind of responding to her trauma. Um, so they, they discontinue it in that moment, but they've, they've successfully awoken that memory. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know... With, like, that step at least completed, Khan sends another guru to kind of look over and train with Jessica, and that is Cornel Lady Cornelia Prim. Cornelia. I was just thinking Corneria from Fo uh, Star Fox. <laughs> I was thinking of Lady Cordelia from, like, Mac not Macbeth. Um, Cordelia is King Lear. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Like, very Shakespearean. But I assume this would be a minor character. Little did I know. Yeah. No, she's, she's major. Yeah. And, uh trying to think prim was also uh that's from pokemon that's lorelei's um i don't think japanese this, name. i don't no but no it's yeah. a type of no it's a type of flower ah, it's like yeah. a it, it makes sense for it's like the imagery is the same yeah, it's a well, type i mean of hunger games prim yeah you know. um so you know lady khan is uh obviously very important to jessica jessica has this keepsake jonathan dan photo of herself her as, a, <laughs> as a child, like, you know, so Jessica sees Lady Khan as, like, an adoptive mother. Um, so they move Jessica to this asteroid training facility, um, where, uh, these two psychics are in the process of training themselves. It is Kim and the pink alien Tack, uh, <laughs> bubblegum-colored alien so they uh that i just referred to as bubblegum until the name was revealed yeah <laughs> like an hour into the movie uh but yeah i mean that's what tack is pink and kim is big well tack like you know tack it on the wall i think like thumbtack yeah that makes yeah. sense um and dan I, told me that aliens are just different colors in this film yeah but i is a side note but as we we get to other planets mm -hmm. in this this realm um i very much prefer the goober names of works like this to like existing weird sounding uh, sci-fi planet names yeah i mean i think it bridged the gap that was the least thing i was paying attention to in this film like i didn't yeah. care where things were taking place at even though we get a title crawl every time we're at a different location yeah but it, they're all they're all very simple it's like planet siren planet dinal yeah. planet yeah. morday or morday base Myra. it's like i i will always advocate for that naming convention as opposed to Kshubadoobal with 10,000 vowels and shit to, to, you know, just keep it simple. So sometimes simple is more memorable than, than overly complicated. Um, but uh, they 
yeah, so, you know, Kim and Tack are obviously a little prideful to, like, we can't train against machines. They're mm-hmm. not, that's not a challenge. So, uh, I want to say Cornelia. 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 Cornelia See? See? is I'm there. not crazy. Is there, and she's like, okay, you're going to train against our new recruit, Jessica. Um, you know, you need to do your best to kind of bring out her latent skills. Mm-hmm. And they're like, eh, that'll be kid stuff. You she's stronger to... than she looks? Yeah, you two should be worried. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Kim and Tack, you know, go in and start like... Uh... One's like making the other invisible, I think, and the other's launching projectiles at her. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's big and little. They're yeah. like they're they're both doing <laughs> something. Um, so they, uh, you know, they're they're hurling all of these blasts at Jessica. Uh, Cornelia keeps pushing them to you know to just go keep going, it. keep yeah. doing it. And although Jessica is kind of knocked back a few times and, and injured, eventually she kind of uh, the the memory of Locke is triggered. Through, like, tax appearance and the general, like, you know, battery she's enduring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, w- the memory of Locke <laughs> makes her so enraged that she just ragdolls yeah. Kim and Tack against the wall and kills them, now, seemingly. I, put, I thought, I mean, why would they be carried on stretchers if they were dead? I think, like, they're, I mean, I thought oh, they okay. were dead okay. at okay. first. Yeah. No, I mean, that was my first thought, too. But did she kill yet? Like, did she begin her bloodlust here? I don't know. That's a good point because yeah. that's noted later. So yeah. they're probably okay, but yeah, not. They're but, not. They're not doing well. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> their spines are broken. Yeah, uh, so they're not. Uh, there's there's a lot of the the Batman type. They're not dead, but we've yeah. named them kind yeah. of things in this movie. Uh, so again, her powers have kind of been substantially, you know, awakened, and she now firmly believes that this strange green-haired individual is the one who killed her parents. Um, so Locke and Yamato are investigating the school where the the goyles are are, are down. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm mad! It's mad! <laughs> or you know, and they're very uh, you know uh, surprised to see them. But yeah. these are all mostly just the regular students of the school, and uh, she, you know, uh, they're like, oh yeah, no, Ramsey's left with Jessica and someone else a few days ago. Mm-hmm. You just missed them. Yeah. Um. So they they decide they gotta keep following this trail. And they got to go to Khan University, yeah, which and is Yamaki theorizes like on their space ride with that weird robot that's there for no reason. Yeah, the goofy goober robot. It's like that... a bellows that blows on tea with a tail. Yeah, he can blow on tea. He's like a little alpha uh, robot. Uh, all I said was, "What is that? Kill it!" He's got Kill like it! he's got like clown feet and a I... tail. Uh, that thing's life must be hell. Yeah, so. I'm assuming we can only assume. Yeah, well, um, Yamaki says that perhaps Khan is actually dead, and there's a rumor that she is just. You know, a robot. And here yeah. is where I knew yeah. she was going to be a robot. Well, because she was like a galactic billionaire who ran a very powerful company. Uh, but then <laughs> Disney? In, in a in a, in a space accident, she's been... She had a... Sp- like it said she had a space accident and she's been reclusive ever since. So Yamaki's like, she could be dead. Do you think she's still hot? Like he makes some kind of comment about her and Locke is like, eh. You know, mm. they're amused by each other. Um... So they arrive at the planets, or, or no, the the Burger King Big Kids Club uh, with with Jessica <laughs> it and literally Cornelia. is like I can't. Dan, this is the best comparison you've made on this podcast. <laughs> I'll say it. It took me 132 episodes or so, but here it is. Yeah, it's it's the 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 <laughs> club of Esper Goobers who are in like the main ones that we get to know. 
kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cornelia and her her gang take Jessica to Planet Siren at Morda Base, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, a Galactic Federation base that houses a supercomputer that has a lot of military info running through it. So if they so the Smash servers, yeah, yeah, they got to yeah. destroy it. <laughs> um, yeah, wait, it was that or the the Mario ROMs <laughs> something no, the 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 Monkey Ball servers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the net code for uh... <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, uh, you know, they see they storm the base. Jessica is obviously still nervous to be on actual missions beforehand, but they're like, oh, "It's okay. We'll we'll protect you for the time being." So they storm the base. We get what, in my opinion, is a cool hallway. It's like a trippy. The, the the espers are running through the hallways of this base and they're exploding people with different colored blasts as they go through and it's it's very well animated it's like fluidly there's moments in this movie where the the animation suddenly becomes a little more fluid and the 80s energy kicks in and this was one of those moments so they're 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 running through it uh, the the guards are basically helpless to stop them but they notice that, uh, you know, one of them, the, the, the main blue-skinned guy who seems to be Cornelia's, like, like Mala Mar- Maru. Maru. Yep. Um, he's like, oh, they're, they have an Esper here. Yeah. So we see back in the, in the control room that this, the, the general who runs this base is an Esper himself mm-hmm. and a powerful one. And he uses his own powers to trap them in a, in a telekinetic bubble. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Cornelia is like, okay, Jessica, this is your time to step up. So Jessica focuses in on where he is, unleashes a very powerful long-range Psych- psychic blast, and kills the general yeah. in one hit. Did um, I do that? So then the bubble comes down, and as troops start attacking them, Jessica actually picks up her gun mm-hmm. and instinctively shoots and kills one of the guards. So Cornelia is like, okay... You're you've killed now. Yeah. You know you've you're you've a real got... sur- soldier. Yeah. yeah. So um you know but Jessica is obviously bothered by this. Mm-hmm. So they they successfully destroy the base. Um and because of that uh, Yamaki is called back to Earth yeah. and Locke finds out. Yeah. So. To to you know Yamaki is summoned back to Earth because there's like logistical things that Earth needs to the, the Federation needs to figure out with this base gone. So Locke has to go on. Uh, to find Lady Khan by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Locke is chilling on this ship by himself for a bit. The other, like, regular crew members have received word of the base being destroyed, and they're like, it was just, like, ten espers, and they took out, like, hundreds of guards. They're, they are monsters. How can we have a normal society with these espers running around? And they're like, Locke will that yeah. one will the green haired one will hear you, <laughs> yeah. and Locke hears them, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Understand? I gotta nip this in the bud." He's upset. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Yamaki is We're like at the Galactic Air Force Control Base. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. You know. Uh. Yeah. Yamaki is waiting for an escort ship that will take him back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um. And hold on. Let me let me just. There's like a. Something. There's like a um a fight a firefight going on where the the ship almost crashes into the air control tower. Yeah, the yeah. A, a ship narrowly avoids crashing into the tower. <laughs> it uh, it crashes on a nearby ridge, yeah. and when Yamaki goes to investigate it, uh, Jessica 
is found in the wreckage in a in posed a, pristinely. Yeah, well, yeah. in a in a hover car that mm-hmm. was seemingly damaged by debris, mm-hmm. um, and you know, so she is found and taken back to the the nearby hospital. Yeah. So on planet Lonwell, which is like a, a metropolitan city planet. Uh, Locke is traveling to, to Kane University, and he <laughs> speaks uh, with, uh, with, with, uh, you know, he, a woman uh, yeah, they're, they're, tr- they're trying to, like, Scooby-Doo him, yeah. Yeah. but he's, like, not falling for yeah. it. It's like a woman that teleports away. A Velma. Like, well, that was obviously an Esper. <laughs> yeah, like, the woman with the Velma glasses, <laughs> like, tries to trick him, and he's like, okay, they're, they're yeah. trying to goof me here. And then we get, uh, Ramsey's going, you've come just in time. Time to die! Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh Locke is plunged into the warm liquid goo. Yeah, like the weird rotoscope. <laughs> yeah, it, well, water it is. Effects. It's it's the it's the Star Crash monster effect. Yeah. It's the the lava lamp interior. Um, you know, so yeah, Locke is dropped into this goo, but he's like it's just an illusion and uh, you know, he he fights it off and then kills the two <laughs> sword-wielding thugs that mm-hmm. were waiting down there and then and also he just kills puts them to sleep, Dan. Oh yeah, yeah, he <laughs> He, he does like the them. the in his words later the neck chop. I just put them to sleep. Um, Ramses attempts to shoot him, <laughs> but Locke psychically overloads his gun and it explodes. And I think he's stated to be dead, but yeah. I don't. Uh, well, he was a big dick anyway. And you know, Locke looks outside, and and I don't know if this is an illusion or well, no. L- Lady Khan psychically contacts him mm-hmm. again. She's like, you know, the offer still stands these these humans hate us espers so we need to you know we're going to rise up we're going to breed new generations of genetically perfect psychics who will then you know become the default lords and and ladies of each planet Mm -hmm. and we will you know peace and beauty will be will 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 reign in the in the galaxy and Mm -hmm. Locke is like that's bullshit where are you and she's like i'm not gonna tell you and uh (laughs) Then he just, like, to, psychically links with the one of the henchmen. Yeah, to find out where Asteroid Khan is. Yeah. Um, but at this point, we can't tell if it's an illusion or not, but Locke looks outside, and the city on Lon on fire, Bell, city on fire! Yeah, so we don't, we don't know if that's something Khan psychically did, or if the city is actually under attack, because we kind of cut away from that at that mm-hmm. point. Um... Jessica is under another hypnosis machine at the hospital. She, you know, they Which, replay... Which, is that a medical practice in the future, hypnosis? I'm assuming. It's mm. space. You can't tell me it doesn't. Mm. Uh, you know. uh, but it's unsuccessful. All it does is we just see a glimpse of, uh, oh, she was driving a car, and then the, the ship landed in front yeah. of her. So we, uh, you know, we, the audience, can kind of tell that these are implanted things obviously mm-hmm. um but we don't know just yet how much jessica is playing into it we do find that out in a in a little while though so into this whole ruse so um let's see uh con and, and cornelia talk again yep. and she's like is Locke really that strong and lady con is like he must be eliminated yeah so you know cordelia kill Locke. yes <laughs> Um, so Jessica (laughs) wakes up and her her and Yamaki start flirting, Mm -hmm. talking, getting closer, which was, again, all part of the plan. Have a chat at Flower Garden. 
Uh, Jessica, who still has soap yeah. opera amnesia, is yeah. like, I I picked the name Amelia off of a list of names. A randomized, alphabetized <laughs> list of names. Hmm. Um, so, you know, Yamaki retires to his quarters. He's listening to some 80s pop, thinking about, <laughs> about Jessica slash Amelia. And, uh, well, yeah, Yamaki is called away. To Earth. Yeah, back yeah. to Earth to deal with the situation. And Jessica's like, I'll wait in this flower garden for you. But then she stows away mm-hmm. on board uh, Yamaki's ship. Like, we got a stowaway, and, uh, you know. This trip got a little better. <laughs> and, and, oh, yeah, and then we get, like, Cornelia is like, they'll be in love by the time they yeah. get to Earth, all according to plan. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, the at this point, like, there's, like, um, her and... Uh, Yamaki. Yeah, Yamaki and, like and, little... and Jessica have, like, a little tiff. Yeah, and, and she runs away in a comical style. Yeah, the flailing Jonathan pre-fall down the stairs. Uh, yeah. And she is seemingly about to, like, launch her, you know, she's about to steal a ship from the, mm-hmm. the cargo bay and take off, but Yamaki throwing himself at the metal door as, like, an act of stupidity love. Yeah, charms her. You know, and at this point, we, the audience, see that Whatever happened, her amnesia is genuine. Like, yeah. she has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. She, like... So they, they wiped her memories, too, to do this whole ruse. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, you know, Yamaki convinces her to stay, and obviously their romance is growing. Yep. Meyer's taken over, and Lady Khan is turning people against the Federation. That's yeah. That's what we learn. Yeah, Yamaki gets back to Earth. He's receiving the the rundown. There's been coup d'etats all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think the Meyer one was the Helldiver Legion, who have, like, the bad guy Gundam machines. But we only see them for, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is happening all throughout the galaxy. Someone is funding these rebellions. Uh, seemingly, this is Lady Khan's plan to kind of burn everything down so that her beautiful psychics can come in... Mm-hmm to the ashes and, like, rule over everything that's left. Um, so, you know, but this is definitely becoming more common, so we gotta nip this in the bud now. Yeah. Uh, so, Lonwell is, you know, back on Lonwell, there's a, a, a big... Because I think it's uh, as more planets are lost to these rebellions, um, like, refugee ships and military ships are retreating back to, to Lonwell, mm-hmm. one of which is crashing. Crashing! Um, because I, I guess we, we get, like, a little tidbit that all of the control tower folks are exhausted. Yeah. Like, they got us working a triple, and, <laughs> and they, so spaceships are at risk of crashing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Locke uses his telekinesis, and a, you know, even in-universe, this is a pretty big display yeah. of it to, to guide this gigantic ship into a safe landing. He just crashes it into a different city. <laughs> um, so, you know... Uh, the, the 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 Burger King Big Kids Club <laughs> are watching, and one of them, a red guy named Udo. Uh, yeah, Udo, is like, "I'll just take him out now. Like, They're don't like, go near him. Cool. He's, he's he's way a powerful too powerful." Psychic. Um. Uh, so Locke, I guess, is is wandering through a desert after. <laughs> yeah, he because he redirected the ship somewhere, and then he's trying to walk to back uh, to Wendy's or wherever he's going. <laughs> yeah, to to a military base yeah. so he can contact like Yamaki and get out of the get off the planet um but he is attacked by udo uh he falls through a fissure in the earth uh but emerges fine uh udo seems to favor like terrakinesis with mm-hmm. manipulating the rocks and everything um 
and Udo tries to crush him with a boulder, but nope. Nope. Uh, Locke is fine. He's pissed. Tries to interrogate him. Yeah, we, we get, like, Locke goes supersonic mode Where's for a second. Like, where, where is it? Where is Lady Khan? And, you know, Udo starts panicking, but the other espers appear and disintegrate him before he can say anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, Cornelia is like, he showed disloyalty to the chain of command. We cannot have that for even a split second in our organization. So he had to be eliminated. Yep. Um, he actually manages, Locke actually manages to resist like a six-way attack against them. And because of that, the Espers kind of flee. They kind of nope out of there because they cannot kill him at the moment. Yeah, and Cordelia's like, we have to get out of here. Yeah. But they don't believe her at first. But they, they soon do. Yeah. They believe in Santa Claus then. <laughs> Um, back on Earth, uh, Amelia wants to... Oh, no. Back on this other planet where mm-hmm. they, they're currently at. Um, the doctor's like, Amnesia doesn't work like that. <laughs> Which I don't think is true, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, she's having voluntary yeah, amnesia. Yeah, she, I think she's faking. <laughs> Thanks, doctor. Um, but, uh, you know, Ryu and Amelia seem happy, at the very least. Their relationship is blossoming... You know, and they seem comfortable. Uh, and, and, you know, Yamaki even promises that he's going to ask Amelia to marry him. Mm-hmm. So Locke arrives at he the base where they are. He overhears that conversation. We get some bachelor jabs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, the they, Yamaki and Locke reunite in the hallway. Yeah. But then Jessica emerges. And Twisted Nerve plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so her programming is, is triggered. And she unleashes, you know, a really a lot of powerful well, she psychic She, like, bans moves. them to the shadow zone for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. She, uh, she... Locke loses the little beam of war with her. Like, their little... Yeah, it gets blasted. The ancient Egyptian laser beam yeah. blast. Like, Pegasus and Bakura, I yeah. think it was. Uh, Locke loses that. And she is about to impale Locke with a bunch of glass shards. Um, but... Yamaki throws himself in front of uh, of Locke and, and takes the hit. Um, you know, uh, unfazed, Jessica keeps moving forward to eliminate them both, but Yamaki kind of lunges forward to kind of try to embrace her, mm-hmm. sort of resembling how her father looked when he was dying, mm-hmm. and it, it snaps her back to her senses. Mm-hmm. She fights her programming, yeah. but in doing so, lapses into a psychic coma, yep. in which she turns blue yep. for a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but Locke is like, uh, you know... He's I... discovered the backstory the next day. Yeah. When, uh, Yamaki's in all the bandages for no reason. And the, and the movie takes a little bit of a stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. turn. <laughs> oh, I have it underlined, man. Uh, Locke is like, you know, when I was in the psychic face-off, I got Jessica's cause backstory. And uh, he shows that, that Jessica, when she was a child, Lady Khan sent forces to eliminate her parents and one of the assassins put on a Locke Halloween mask. A very like a, accurate mask. A very accurate and, mask. you know, Dad and I were bringing up the point. They could have just used psychic powers to just be like, that's my face now. Yeah, that's been established. That's mm. definitely been established. But instead, it's it's a rubber Locke mask. Huh. And then he goes into the room, smirks, shoots <laughs> young Jessica... And is like, now, because again, Lady Khan's like, 15 years I've been <laughs> planning making, this. Yeah. Uh, you know, all all of it being a ruse to eventually create someone who was strong enough to kill Locke. Mm. Um, 
And apparently, uh, according to her programming, Jessica was just supposed to eliminate Yamato too, but she resisted. It became like an Amelia versus Jessica thing, and Amelia won out at the cost of this this coma. Um, But Locke does also get the uh, location location of Asteroid Khan Mm -hmm. from uh, Jessica's mind. And then Corellia tries on a dress. <laughs> yes, we get a very... Uh, Which we don't need, I guess we do need in the long term of things, but in the moment I was like, why is this here? She's choosing between an evening gown and some battle armor and a sword. The, the choice that we make every day. Yeah, uh, yeah she one one is pretty dress, <laughs> other is armor with sword. She just wore a pretty dress. Um, but And she's about to pick the dress, but the, the base alert goes off that a Federation ship is approaching. Mm-hmm. We get a very brief space battle in which <laughs> Lady Khan's forces are, like, firing at the uh, the Federation ship. The Federation general is kind of like, why don't we just shoot a bunch of unmanned, um, you know, bombs, bombs into, yeah. the, into the base and blow the whole thing up? And they're like, no, there are tons of people who have been manipulated into being on that base. We don't want It'll happen all later. Ca- yes, but... <laughs> The heroes, in a different way. <laughs> the heroes don't want it to happen, and they think about it more than the rebels in Star Wars do, so they, they're like, no, we don't want any casualties. Not yet. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but the lady, the asteroid con is a triple Death Star uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, big Three base balls on the minaret. Above a, a gas giant planet. Mm-hmm. Um so they, uh, you know, Locke and Yamato teleport themselves in alone, and Yamaki. They Yamaki, <laughs> sorry, and they, you know, because of the location that they teleported into, they arrive at the Holy Mother's flower room. <laughs> Which is just, we're Holy Mothers. Yeah, and the Holy Mothers were mentioned. They were like yeah. teased earlier, but the Holy Mothers are just the powerful psychics who. Lady Khan is going to use as to, like, like spread the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Like she, well, I I thought I thought they were to make the babies. Well, that too. Yeah, yeah the like, brood moms. Th- yeah, so they're they're, but they're living a very ideal. Like they're in a, yeah. a room with flowers that are real Flowing. flowers, yeah. um, and they're like, no, Lady Khan is omnipresent. She sees all. She is all. That's all we know. And um, the Burger King Big Kids Club <laughs> arrive to you know deal with Locke and, and Yamaki. Yamaki. And Yamaki tries running at them, immediately is done away with. Yeah. Um, check his pulse, you. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's briefly taken out, knocked unconscious. Yeah. Um, and Locke... Is teleporting all over. Yeah, he begins making his way through the, the whole base, just, you know... Kicking ass. Nothing personnel kid, everyone mm. on that he comes across. You know, good displays of his powers. Takes out the crazy 80. <laughs> yeah, the crazy 80. <laughs> Well, yeah, he does. It's established that he takes out like eighty troops, not killing them, but putting them to sleep. Yeah, or throwing them from like large distances that will cause grievous injury. Yeah. Um, but the goon squad is defeated, and they save uh, on animation by making that scene happen in the dark. Yeah, he he uh, he gets into a room with uh, fluorescent tubing light yeah. in the ceiling, Turns and he. Off. Turns them off and then off-screen beats everyone up mm-hmm. uh, before arriving at this main generator room uh, where the psychic Burger King Six Club. Yeah, they <laughs> chilling. They can directly confront him, but the more rash members are are about to attack him. But Cornelia is like, "No, do not do any destructive psychic ESP powers, moves yeah. in this room." And Locke's like, "Hmm." Yeah. 
like I don't give a shit, so I'll do it. And mm-hmm. then he he makes short work of them. Yeah. Uh, Cornelia has a sword. Yeah, has her sword. <laughs> she she doesn't want to use the psychic powers mm-hmm. either. Um, and they, then Locke just fucking slaps her. Yeah, it's NBC's the slap <laughs> yeah. again. That's how he dispatches her. Um, but you know, Cornelia confronts him, and he's like. You know, Cornelia, you're also a human. You're just a different type of human, but you are a human. Like, you can choose to live as Lady Con- like Khan's pawn, or you can do whatever else you want to. Mm-hmm. You have that choice. Yeah. And Cornelia, you know, she's obviously conflicted. Um, but, you know, Locke teleports away mm-hmm. to, to, to make his way to Lady Khan, who is behind several Yubaba doors. <laughs> uh, and as Reveals. you called... I mean, it was an obvious reveal. Lady Khan is just a huge supercomputer. <laughs> Slash cyborg. She's like the, the black ghost people. Um, she, uh... And if I die, we'll collide with the planet. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? And then he's like, oh, I don't know, how about a psychic spear, B? Well, yeah, but it's... But she, no, she does... We, we, can't, we can't neglect her little Lysander monologue. You wouldn't monologue. punch a computer with glasses, would you, Dan? Yeah, uh, but, but we can't... We don't want to neglect her monologue. She's like, Asteroid Khan is my body. I... I <laughs> abandoned my human form and now these computers are my limbs (laughs) it's like so she's like she needed to be more perfect so now she's big machine and that's uh that's what her whole shtick was um so but again Locke, a little weird moment i don't know what the the thing is but Locke teleports cornelia's sword sword to make cyber uh, psychic lances Yes, but like I, the sword doesn't come back. No, I thought that it was going to be that he would teleport it to like, or he would pull it out yeah. at Lady Kung, go, and yeah. then and just end it. kill her. But yeah. the sword does not come back. No, so it's a little still thirty minutes left in this film. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, so Locke, you know, starts blowing up her computer boxes like, with no! these spears. Like, stop that! Ouch! Um, don't check behind that window. <laughs> yeah, Locke eventually kind of traces her to this little hidden room, uh, and he opens it up, and it's a very ornate, queenly yeah. chamber. Chandeliers, uh, iron soldiers, a carved wooden desk, yeah, candles, candelabras, yeah. um, and and of course his beloved Yamaki strapped to a table. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and yeah. a strange monolith, rainbow bright, with LED lights <laughs> in it, um, and and Yamaki is hostage. Uh, she puts um, Locke under this spotlight and says <laughs> <For> drama. <laughs> that if he moves or uses any kind of ESP, it will instantly kill Yamaki. Yeah. And then the tube opens to reveal that she is the little, where's the chocolate woman yeah. from Spongebob? Yeah, just a set of lungs and a brain. And yeah, she's she's mother brain inside this, this glass tube. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cornelia she slowly approaches him with spikes. Well, yeah, on little rolling, <laughs> yeah, like, like file computer, cabinet. computer cabinet, <laughs> computer chair wheels, caster wheels. <laughs> like couldn't afford anything better. <laughs> um, with big spikes, and uh, Cornelia uh, like is Super. hiding outside. <laughs> um, she is there just in time to hear Lady Khan ranting, like you know. I don't care what happens to the espers on board this ship. Yeah. They're all expendable. The brood mothers have already been ejected. Yeah. So my, you know, as long as my plan keeps going, that's all that matters. Um, and Cornelia's like, you know, yeah. I've been betrayed. So Lady Khan, with her robot body, slowly stabs uh, Locke, who you know tanks the hit because he doesn't want Yamaki to get hurt. 
um, and uh, Cornelia emerges. She, you know, with her own psychic blast, blows up Lady Khan's tube, <laughs> and Lady Khan, you know, just falls apart, disintegrates. Uh, but as Lady Khan promised... Sending the asteroid hurtling. Yeah, it starts falling into the gas giant. So, uh, you know, and this is the part that Grant would probably have a conniption yeah, at. And it goes on for too long. It does. This it goes on dragged. very long. Um, Locke is protecting what remains of uh, Asteroid Khan with, like, a force field. Pressing kinda, on the GameCube controller during Smash. Yeah, to, to protect it against the heat of this gas giant, I guess. Um, and he, you know... It, tells Cornelia yeah. to get every all of the remaining espers into In the one site, room, the power room, yeah, um, so that they can all use their powers to to keep the base levitating themselves Just and, like and lift it away. Bikini bottom somewhere else. Yeah, boosh. <laughs> um, so y- Yamaki is freed by Cornelia. He, uh, you know, well, okay, the espers are not strong enough to no. to, to lift the base. They do by this themselves. multiple times. It like goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down, and then the final plan, and then it breaks. Yeah, it, it Titanic snaps because it can't handle oh, the pressure. All those innocents died, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two colonies worth of people. Yeah. Um. So uh, Cornelia goes and frees Yamaki. Uh, Locke is still, you know, out of it using his powers to keep the barrier up. Um. Uh, yeah, Cornelia frees Yamaki, and Yamaki's like, let me give it a try. And he yeah. goes out to what remains of Lady Khan's computers and starts... Re- the on button. Yeah, literally, literally. He starts... He just turns on the, you the know, thrusters. Uh, thrusters, whatever, yeah. to start pushing... Like, we're not going over the planet, we're going through the planet. I don't... Just don't hit the core. Yeah, and that's where Grant would, uh... Well, no, you brought up the best point, is that if they go through the planet, the gravity is just going to send them back into the planet again. Yeah, going through it would make it worse, if anything, uh, because, you know... Higher pressure. I I, I mean, unless they're slingshotting with the gravity, but (laughs) they're they're not. They just go straight through it. Like, we're not going to go over. We're going to go through the planet. Um, So Locke has to keep the force field active while they're pushing through um, a gas giant... Which, for reference, in what limited knowledge of space I have, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, a gas giant <laughs> is mostly gas, but it has, like, a liquid chocolate center. Uh, you know, like, it has a, a, a physical, like, you, humans could not, like, you would be, anything that even goes near it is obliterated because yeah. it's too hot, but it has, like, a, a molten metal something chemical base to it uh but they they push through that goop mm-hmm. and come out the other side um and uh Corn- cornelia is like um repairing the ship as this is going on like yeah it's, she's it's breaking and she's using her psychic powers and seemingly fried to a crisp but to keep it together she yeah. gets one minor injury um yeah she gets like a face full of fire but she only yeah. gets a, a wound on her torso uh, no on her breastplate dad we gotta expose come on yeah we need the tna same injury as jessica actually i think that's the poetic moment i think that's the bookend yeah uh yamaki oh yeah so yeah. Yeah, like yamaki like goes to get Locke, but Locke is like hold on i gotta go save cornelia yeah and he uh you know goes teleports down to her heals her <laughs> cornelia is kind of like losing the will to live i'm dying but he's like, no, you, you know, your work isn't done yet. You know, Do it for you, Jessica. Yeah, you have to, you have to help repair Jessica's mind and the damage that was done to her. 
and everyone, you know, throughout this this whole conflict. And uh, Cornelia kind of telepathically, you know, uh, like contacts, reaches out to Jessica, reaches out to yeah, Jessica like restores her memory, like shows her the truth, shows yeah. her the Halloween mask of the block, <laughs> uh, reveals everything to her, and she is now fully Amelia. She is choosing to be mm-hmm. that person. Um, so Cornelia and Locke get like this little moment alone. Uh, but Cornelia is still arrested. Yeah. Uh, she will get tried and probably have her bad memories erased. Well, she erased. does have her memories erased. Yeah. And then is, like, let out as a normal woman. Which in is a beautiful dress. Which is future tech, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. she, she gets her memories erased, or the bad ones erased. Mm-hmm. And Yamaki asks Locke, can you stay with the Federation? And Locke is just like, no. Nah, see you later. Yeah. He just I sonics out of there. I don't think so. Um, and, uh, you know, so Yamaki and Amelia are married. Mm-hmm. Um, Locke and Cornelia have a moment. Yeah, they have, like, the butterfly effect. Where she comes out in her beautiful dress, <laughs> and she, he's like, you remind me of someone I know. Oh, really? Goodbye. Yeah, uh, so he was, I, seemingly he was bringing her flowers, yeah. but he, I guess he, he was wanna... included in those yeah. bad memories, so he doesn't, she doesn't remember him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Yamaki and, and, uh, Amelia are, are married, they're they getting fuck. on. <laughs> In the after credit scene, they fuck. Uh, man, the farmer with the sheep is still okay, yeah, but, but Schnauzer. Locke right. has, has not returned to that Ireland planet. Mm-hmm. Instead, and Cornelia goes shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so, instead, Locke is just still out there, watching over the galaxy, ready to, to do good. His next grand adventure. Yes. Yeah, I would, I would say overall it was fun. It just dragged a little at the end, but this was fine. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't feel horrible about it. Fits your theme. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Again, that's why I that's why I picked it. it it's a very unique... Much little... better than that gold film. Gold. <laughs> uh, you know, a very unique, interesting film. You know, a lot of good 80s sci-fi vibes as we are kind of biased in, 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 yeah. in recommending. But still, if you like it, then you'll like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really wish we would see more of this Locke, franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his dumbass psychic adventures in space could, I, you could fuel a lot of stuff with that. Oh, so. yeah. um, well, you know, this podcast has a habit of predicting things, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll open the floodgates. It's too late for him to get in Smash, yeah. but, uh, you know. <laughs> Bezos will get the rights <laughs> make Amazon's first anime. Um, but they're, uh, yeah. I, I I think this is a solid recommend. It, it, yeah. it, it does definitely feel like its length at some points. It is, it is like two hours, and the third act drags substantially, so we are issuing that warning. Mm-hmm. Um... But a good movie, a good sci-fi romp. It feels like it has like an epic scale to it. Yeah, a lot of space opera vibes, and everyone everyone stands out. Everyone kind of plays their part. It's mm. it's good. So mm. I hope you enjoyed it. I did, and I hope our our if any listeners check it out, they might enjoy it too. Yeah, go unlock that lock. <laughs> well, we can't, we can't all be winners, Dan. Sorry. Anyways, before we go and uh, continue our anime adventures, where can our audience find us on social media, Dan? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, as well as our adjacent anime was not a mistake podcast account, 
and the self-titled Facebook page. Mm, you can find me, Jonathan Gwykowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok. You can listen to my other podcasts, including Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and a couple gents check out a few funny movies and drizzy drinks. And uh, if you like War and Peace, check out Drink and Read the Pod mm-hmm. on Anchor and other podcasting platforms. Now, next week, Dan... We get to the penultimate set of episodes for season one of Sailor Moon. So mm-hmm. I hope you're ready for plot. Uh, I, well, Delicious yeah. plot. I've been looking forward Four to it. Four episodes packed with plot. I, I hope so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> something will happen. Revelations will occur. Does Queen Beryl get to stand up? No. And, oh. No, not yet. Not, you'll wait. <laughs> you'll wait and you'll like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I got to sit through two space adventures. You could sit through two Sailor Moon adventures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're counting Venus Wars. Yes. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see I can't you. suppose I can interest you in working for the Galactic Federation. I don't think so. Immediately teleport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose my pretty dress. Thank you. <laughs> Back to Banana Rama it is then. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weeb horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast? Or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.